fellas, this video was supposed to be done six, seven hours ago. I've been tied up doing an at-home science class where they are just giving me a cardboard box to do labs in. Look at this shit. They literally got me out here like Bill Nye the fucking science guy. I got uh, I got two beakers, one with acid, one with water. Got a seashell in there. Got to record that every fucking hour, the pH level. So if I, I might even have to turn off the mic at one point during this show to record the pH level in one of these beakers. It's been a tough day, fellas. Let me formally welcome you guys back. Welcome back to the basement. Amron on this channel. We talk about fantasy football, seasonal, and dynasty. Today, I kind of wanted to give you guys a nice little a nice little cheeky buy for you guys out there that are contending in your dynasty teams or in your dynasty leagues. I know a lot of you guys out there that are watching this channel are absolute dogs in your leagues. So today, we're going to talk about those Rams receivers. Let's go. Before I get too deep into things here, if at any point in time during the video you're fucking with the content, make sure you go down below, subscribe, it's free man, I'm pumping out videos pretty much three to five times a week on Dynasty Fantasy content, especially right now during the draft season, and make sure you get on there, leave a like man, it really helps us out on the algorithm. I also want to say, I put a lot of these episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, so if you guys out there can't catch every video live on YouTube, and you guys just want to listen to it while you're driving or whatever... The, down below in the description, I have links to those podcasts. Now, today, the two suspects we have at hand, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I'm personally super high on them. Before I even get into their ADB, before I even get into why you should buy them, let me just, let, let's just paint the picture real quick. What did they do in 2020? Here's a, a little screenshot of, of their production, you know. Ro Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, they basically put up around 90 catches, around 900 yards, and the touchdowns really set them apart. But at the end of the day, they both produced back-end wide receiver two production. If Cup gets a few more TDs, they have identical stat lines. When you close your eyes and you picture a dynasty asset that you want to go out and acquire, fringe wide receiver two production isn't really uh, the first thing coming to mind. You know, it's not something that that you want, something that you should be striving for. And either way, that's not what we're going. What I want going to be selling you guys on fringe wide receiver two production. I think that's going to improve. Now, in the situation where they were both fringe wide receiver twos. They had Jared Goff at QB, quite possibly one of the worst starting QBs in the NFL. He was 32nd in deep ball accuracy, 34th in air yards per attempt in the league, which is why on 90 plus receptions for both of these receivers, neither of them could crack a thousand yards. Not saying that they're crazy yak guys, but 90 catches not breaking a thousand yards is Jarvis Landry type shit. The offense was also the worst of Sean McVay's career. They were 22nd in scoring offense. They were top 10 in the previous three years. I want to say they were 10th in 2019 and third in 2018-2017. So McVay is is an offensive guru and Jared Goff was clipping his wings last year. So because of that, McVay, McVay, I got a lot of respect for McVay because he came out there to win games. He completely altered his way of coaching. That's what great coaches do. That's what Bill Belichick does. That's what the great ones do is they kind of mold their game around the talent they have. So instead of being this high powered offense that's going to go out there and score points, they, they played defense and they sat back on their leads. They were had the second best defense in the league and they didn't have to score much. They were seventh in rush attempts as well. So they're really just trying to chew the clock. And the game plan was pretty much let's, let's win on defense. Let's get turnovers. And then on the offensive side, let's just game manage and let's not have Jared Goff screw too many things up. Let's just sit on this lead and, and win games that way. That's not McVay's usual approach. He usually likes to run the, he still likes to run the ball a good amount, but he's not somebody that likes to sit on the lead or let their defense win games for him. He's going to go out there. He's going to try and score points, score points, score points. Uh, almost kind of like a high scoring offense through the run game that sets up play action. So in this environment where it's a weird year for McVay, they're running the ball a lot. They're playing a lot of defense and golf is trash. It's going to be a tough environment for Robert Woods and Cooper Cup to succeed. So what's going to change in 2021? This offense is going to see a huge efficiency bump with Matthew Stafford coming in as a huge upgrade over Jared Goff. They gave up a lot to go get him. I think that this is Matthew, I think that this is Sean McVay saying, all right, we're done with Jared Goff. I'm done 
puppeting him around as this great quarterback. Let's bring in Matthew Stafford. Let's have an actual real fringe elite quarterback that we can actually air the ball out with. We can actually do what we want in this offense with. Goff last year was 22nd in yards per attempt with 7.1 and 26 in TD rate with 3.6. Stafford was top 10 in yards per attempt and 16th in TD rate. Huge, huge upgrade in those efficiency metrics. Then when you look at his receivers last year, Kenny Galladay was out for like pretty much the entire year. When he came back, he was still like hobbled by whatever injuries he had. He was thrown to Marvin Jones, Quintez Cephas, and Danny Amendola most of the time. So if he can produce those numbers with those receivers, I'm sure that he can produce elite top 10 numbers with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup in this offense. Expect this to be a top 10 scoring offense again, but not only in 2021, for the next few years, as long as McVay and Stafford are there. Unlike Goff, Stafford's actually willing to throw the ball farther than 10 yards down the field. He was fourth in air yards per attempt last year. He was 14th in deep ball completion percentage. So he's not completing them. He's not super efficient on those deep passes, but he's still willing to air it out more. He's one of those gunslinger QBs that equals fantasy success for these wide receivers. I expect them to get back to their ways of 2018 and 2019 of being a top 10 scoring offense. When the Rams were top 10 in scoring, Cooper Cup finished with the wide receiver 15 in 2018 and the wide receiver 7 in 2019. Woods was the wide receiver 16 and the wide receiver 13 in those years. Now, it, this all sounds really good. I know, I know this is this is we're getting into a little foreplay here with this this Robert Woods Cooper Cup stuff. Let me just give you let me give you a little cherry on top of this whole Sunday. Gerald Everett, Josh Reynolds, they were third and fourth in team targets last year. That's 143 targets getting freed up in free agency. The Rams have done nothing to fill that through free agency, and they have no picks in the top 50. So this this is going to be a team that's going to have more volume available for these receivers and there's going to be a huge efficiency jump with matthew stafford now here's the big question where do i have cooper cup and robert woods ranked what would i be willing to pay for them per adp cooper cup is going at pick 87 as the wide receiver 27 in Superflex leagues i have him at the 66 player off the board as the wide receiver 24. woods is going at pick 90 as wide receiver 30. i have him at wide receiver 23 going 65th overall so a good 20 to 30 picks ahead of consensus on both of these wide receivers and about three to seven positional slots now they can both be acquired easily they're not super sexy players you know you don't you don't wake up in a cold sweat at night having having dreams of cooper cup and robert woods winning you fantasy games but let me tell you man these are two fucking players who should finish in the top in the, in the wide receiver 8 to 18 range in each of the next few seasons and they can be acquired for cheap man this is the right now is a perfect time to acquire these veterans i'm gonna i'm sending out offers across all my leagues for veterans right now the veteran prices are at their all-time low because people are so caught up in these rookie drafts man people it's it's sickening at this point the the rookie fever has spread it it's only going to get worse as we go to the towards the nfl draft people want rookies and rookie picks so bad right now they no longer care about players who actually score points man they just want their roster to look sexy they just want to look at their roster have all the young guys all the young studs and you just have to take advantage of that i was in a mock draft with the people on the discord if you if you want to join our dynasty or seasonal fantasy discord man go down below find that in the the description down below I, I joined the mock. I do mock drafts with you guys all the time. I joined the mock draft. I saw somebody take Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU, in like the top five or six rounds of a seasonal draft. In, in 2021, 2021 seasonal, seasonal, we're taking Jamar Chase over guys like Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin. Somebody do the math. Some let me. I, I'm I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. We're gonna we're gonna go out on a limb here because his his college uh, teammate. Justin Jefferson broke the rookie receiving yards. And even then, even then he didn't have a, like this, this perceived ceiling that like a rookie pick can have in their first year is insane. It, there's just because he was teammates with Justin Jefferson doesn't mean he's going to go out here and break the rookie receiving yard that his teammate just set. And even if he does, Godwin and Amari Cooper have like top five wide receiver in their range of outcomes. So the, the, the value has, has reached, it's almost at its absolute peak here with these rookie picks. So you can offload them for, for veterans at this point. And I, and I genuinely 
you want to talk a little dynasty strategy, I genuinely subscribe to this idea of this dynasty life cycle. You trade for veterans and you trade away rookie picks in the offseason. Rookie picks are at their highest value in the offseason. Veterans are at the lowest. So at that point, you want to sell high, buy low. Then you go into the season. Trade. You want to trade away veterans and you want to trade for rookie picks. In season, people only care about people that are, are scoring fantasy points. Guys like Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, uh, Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott. All those older veterans their prices are at their all-time high in season. If you're a team that's a, a contender right now and like you kind of want to get younger, I, I promise, just stick it out. Just stick it out through the season. There's no reason to sell a guy like uh, Derrick Henry for like the 106, 107. Just ride it out. You can get way more value in season when people are trying to, to win games. So what, what exactly would I spend to get one of these players, Cooper Cup or Robert Woods? They have about the same value. I used a DLF's trade analyzer to see kind of like what the value is on them. You can get either for about the 111, 112 in Superflex rookie drafts. And I'm I'm smashing the fuck out of that price point. If you if you can do that now, I think that you're you're looking good. I think you can even do that on draft day. You know, this is you, you might even be on the clock and you can go get Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. I'd even be open to doing something like, you know, maybe you have the 108. You trade away the 108 for Robert Woods and next year's first. So moves like that are what win dynasty leagues. All right, boys, if you made it this far, man, I appreciate it. Make sure you go down below, subscribe, leave a like, join the Discord, join the Patreon, man. That's gonna have my dynasty rankings, my rookie rankings. That's going to have my seasonal rankings. If you join the Patreon, you can also uh, pretty much ask me for trade advice, vote on the content on the channel. A lot of really cool stuff on there. Also, my, my buys and sells that aren't on YouTube are going to be in the Patreon. I don't know why I, I stumbled there, but I'm just going to keep fucking going, man. I, I love you guys. We're at like 610 subscribers. The goal, I would love to hit 750 by the NFL draft. I think that that's really overshooting for some stuff, but why not dream big? I'm going to try and uptick the content here. I'm going to try and record videos as much as I can for you guys, even with finals and even with these bullshit fucking science experiments. But I grind through it all for you guys. I love you guys. You can follow me at Ron Stewart underscore on Twitter. And I'll see you guys in the next one.